You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Today's scripture is taken from Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 16, from the Common English Bible. Unity of the body of Christ. Therefore, as a prisoner for the Lord, I encourage you to live as people worthy of the call you received from God. Conduct yourselves with all humility, gentleness, and patience. Accept each other with love. And make an effort to preserve the unity of the Spirit with the peace that ties you together. You are one body and one Spirit, just as God also called you in one hope. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all, and in all. God has given his grace to each one of us, measured out by the gift that is given by Christ. That's why scripture says, when he climbed up to the heights, he captured prisoners and he gave gifts to all people. What does the phrase, he climbed up, mean if it doesn't mean that he had first gone down into the lower regions, the earth? The one who went down is the same one who climbed up above all the heavens so that he might fill everything. He gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. His purpose was to equip God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ until we all reach the unity of faith and knowledge of God's Son. God's goal is for us to become mature adults, to be fully grown, measured by the standard of the fullness of Christ. As a result, We aren't supposed to be infants any longer who can be tossed and blown around by every wind that comes from teaching with deceitful scheming and the tricks people play to deliberately mislead others. Instead, by speaking the truth with love, let's grow in every way in Christ, who is the head. The whole body grows from him as it is joined and held together by all the supporting ligaments. The body makes itself grow in that it builds itself up with love as each one does its part. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Thank you, Tricia, for reading our scripture today. Have you ever imagined what the body of Christ looks like? I'm not speaking of the human body of Jesus, the the man born in Bethlehem. I mean the body of Christ that we talk about when we speak about the church, the group of followers of Jesus who have said that they want Christ to be Lord of their life. Sometimes we talk about the body of Christ and say that we're the hands or the feet when we're at work in the world. Many different places in scripture, we hear Paul talk about the human body as being the example of what the body of Christ is in this world. And we talk about the different gifts of the Holy Spirit that provide different people with different functions in the body. Some are the ears and some are the eyes. 
But what if we use our imagination as we hear this scripture? Can we start to envision what the body of Christ looks like right now? So for those of you at home, as long as you're sitting still, you're not in a car, I encourage you to close your eyes. And those in the room, if you're comfortable, close your eyes as well. And imagine when Paul wrote, instead, by speaking the truth with love, let's grow in every way into Christ, who is the head The whole body grows from him as it is joined and held together by all the supporting ligaments. The body makes itself grow in that it builds itself up with love as each one does its part. So if you are imagining the head of the body, this is Christ. And from that head, every other part of the body of Christ grows, and it is held together by the supporting ligaments. This includes every denomination from Roman Catholic to Pentecostal holiness. This includes every person from contemplative mystics to those speaking in tongues and being slain in the spirit. This includes every local church who grows because Christ has gathered people together to be part of the body of Christ in that place. How are all of these different parts of the body connected? Are you imagining a human body and seeing the way that each denomination functions differently? Maybe one denomination is more like an arm and one is more like a leg and one's more like an ear. Or are you imagining an animal, maybe one with many legs, maybe even a millipede, with some legs being close together and others being pretty far apart, but still being a leg attached to the body, helping it to move forward? Or are you imagining an animal with some really different body parts, like a kangaroo with both a tail and a pouch, which have really different functions, and yet both are vital to the health of the kangaroo's body. Whether you're imagining a human body or an animal body, what is the health of that body that you see? Is the body that you're imagining missing a limb or a vital organ? Or is there part of the body that's overdeveloped and causing harm to another part of the body? In a human body, we can often have one dominant side that we prefer to use for daily tasks, and so the muscles in that side grow stronger and the other side grows weaker. Is your body of Christ healthy, or are there parts that need healing? Are there any parts of the body of Christ that you're imagining right now who need care and attention because they're hurting? Maybe they've even been hurt by other parts of the body. You've had your eyes closed while imagining you may open them now. As we hear again, Paul say these words, the body makes itself grow in that it builds itself up with love as each one does its part. We cannot grow into a healthy body of Christ unless every part of the body has its function and we cannot build it up if it's not built with love. 
Two weeks ago, the sermon on 1 Corinthians focused on all the spiritual gifts that must be done with love and how the gifts are worthless without love. Last week, we looked at the text from 1 John that taught us that we love only because God first loved us. And now this week, we see how love functions in the community of the church. To quote Paul, by speaking the truth with love, let's grow in every way into Christ who is the head. Now, speaking the truth with love has three essential components. Speech, truth, and love. That may seem obvious, but all three are required so that we can grow into Christ who is the head of the church. I think to the times in my life where I've had people in my life who have loved me and who have had truths, but they haven't been brave enough to speak them out loud. And so there was a missed opportunity to grow or change. And then there are plenty of other times in my life where people have spoken the truth, but not with love. There are plenty of interactions in this world where people think they are speaking truth, but they are not doing it in love. And then there are other times when we love people, but we are afraid to speak. Only by speaking the truth in love can we grow in every way into Christ. This is exactly why our leadership board has spent the last month advertising the survey that we're offering right now. The Transforming Church Inventory is an opportunity for every part of the body of Christ that we call Central United Methodist Church to speak the truth in love. Those of you in worship have heard this announced every week for the last four weeks. Those of you on our email list have seen this every week. And some of you may have even gotten phone calls from members of our leadership board making sure that you have taken the survey. This is because it is so important for us to have every voice heard. The survey ends this weekend. So if you're here in person or you're watching online and it is not yet Monday morning at 8 a.m., there is still time to go to our website. So far, we've had 44 people take the survey. That's a good segment of the folks currently worshiping with us. But we know that there are some who have not yet taken the survey. We really want to hear from every person aged 16 and older so that you can reflect on what God has done through our church in the past and share where you think God might be calling us for the future. The scripture from Ephesians talked about God calling, and God does indeed call each of us individually Some are apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some preachers and teachers. But our individual call is more than just about our own life. The purpose of these gifts is so that we can be equipped as God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ. The gifts are not just about us, but the call is for us as a community. We are to discover our own personal gifts so that we can understand how we are incorporated into the body of Christ. Some are the hands and some are the feet. Some are the ears. Some are the ligaments, as scripture says, joining and knitting everyone together. As we evaluate the health of our local church, we need to hear from every part of the body. 
So if you haven't yet taken that survey, please do. And if you have, could you call a friend in the church to encourage them to take it if they have not yet already? We need to hear from every part of the body as we evaluate the health of our local church and see how God is calling us to grow in this very strange season of life. At Central, we're grappling with the same challenges churches are around the world as life with COVID poses many challenges. We're no longer in the same phase of the pandemic, but COVID is here with us for the long haul. But at Central, we have an additional challenge. We're here in this temporary space on a Saturday at 4.30. At the very beginning of worshiping together in person here, many of us would wake up on Sundays thinking that it was Monday because we'd already been to church. And for those of you online, it is a more typical day and time, Sunday at 10.30, or possibly if you're watching this on Facebook at a later time, who knows what day of the week it is but you're worshiping in a unique way, not in the same room with us. And during this unusual season of life, it is the right time for our leadership board to prayerfully consider what next. For years, we have been so focused on getting ourselves to this place in our spiritual journey together, getting to the place where our building was finally torn down and our new one is under construction And now we have the opportunity to ask, what next? Where should we focus in order to live out the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world? Part of coming up with a plan, a vision, is to not only see where you want to go, but to figure out where you are starting from. And that's why on August 1st, our leadership board will meet with our coach to review the results of this survey that we have asked you to take. It's the first step in figuring out where we are and where God is calling us to be and how we can make that journey together. There is a lot about the future that we do not know and cannot know. What will church life be like now with COVID among us for the long haul? What will the United Methodist Church be like after General Conference 2024? What will the people of Central UMC be like when we move into our new building in 2024? We can't know those answers. But our congregation is resilient. And we will continue to grow more resilient if we can name our present reality and put our trust in Christ, who will help us grow in love. Right now, there are so many workshops and books being released for churches trying to figure out what life is like post-COVID. The experience of the pandemic disrupted church as we knew it and likely means we will never go back to how it was before. But the good news that we have as Christians is that we know there is always resurrection following death. We do not go back to what was, but we embrace the new life that God brings in our midst following death. At Central, we have lived through deaths because of COVID. We have experienced what feels like the death of our building where we worshiped for over a hundred years. 
and we've experienced the death of some beloved members of our church community. We have also seen the opportunity to embrace new life that God extends to us as individuals and as a community. Over the next few months, we will continue to focus on what God is calling us to do in this season of life. We will work to equip the saints, that's you all, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Paul says that we have the gift of the Holy Spirit so that the Spirit will equip God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ. This is why the leadership board has been working this year on discovering their strengths as individuals and as a board together. This work is vital to equipping the rest of the congregation to discover their own gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to them so that we can build one another up in love. We do not know what the future will hold, but we know that we will be working together speaking the truth of love and leaning into the promises of resurrection that Christ always promises to us. Thanks be to God. Amen.